You are listening to the Awaken Natchitoches podcast. Awaken Church is a diverse community of authentic love and hope, where you can belong, believe, and be renewed along the way. Six years ago, God began to give Shelly and me a, a new vision for our lives and for our family. And that meant about five and a half years ago, we moved here to Natchitoches and you know, a new community with a new start to plant and begin a new church and this new vision beginning to become reality for us. Now, fast forward to today and that vision is still becoming, <laughs> it's still becoming, and uh, we, you know, it feels like it's a long way from becoming reality, but 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 here we are. And over the past two years, and times has felt so far away in these past two years. But here we are in 2022, and people are looking for identity, purpose, and belonging more than ever. And God has begun to renew this vision for Awakened Church for us. And and think about your own life. Do you have Do you have a vision for your future? And and if if you do, how specific is it? And if you don't, then maybe begin to process why. Why don't I have a vision for what my future would look like, especially if I make Jesus the subject? So we're getting this this new year started off by sharing about Awaken. And the hope being that that who we are and what we're doing can be made super clear. And God is giving us a renewed sense of urgency for showing love to people and our community and becoming more like Jesus. And for us, 2022 is time to renew. Now, to renew means to resume an activity after an interruption. And maybe for you, that's what this is. Maybe maybe even church in general, our, our processing faith or your spiritual walk, your spiritual, the spiritual aspect of your life into which everything is connected and everything flows from. Maybe that is where you are. And this is, this is a time of renewal for you a time of uh, resuming of activity after an interruption or or to renew also means to restore something in freshness and perfection. And maybe that's where you are. That's where I I feel like in many areas of my own life and uh, that this is a time to restore something with refreshness and perfection to be new again is what we're talking about to be new again. And, and so we've chosen, uh, or uh, I guess we let the word choose us the word renew for our our word for the year for 2022, and you're going to hear the word renew is going to come forth um, throughout this year as God renews us uh, as we journey together. And here's how we're defining it here. Renew is an action word. And it, uh, the way we're defining it is what has faded becoming new again where Jesus is the subject. That's what we're talking about at Awakened Church with Awakened Church, who we are, what has faded, becoming new again, where Jesus is the subject. And one of those things that fades for us in our lives, and even as a church, is vision, if we don't continue to let vision be the driving force behind what we do, if we, could, if we don't let the, the vision that God has given us be the foundation for our lives, or in this case, for this church. And so we want to dig into something Jesus has to say about this. And so we're going to look at the story from Jesus. It's found in Matthew 4. And if you have a Bible, I definitely encourage you to open up to Matthew 4. It's in the, what we call the New Testament of the Scriptures. It's the first uh, of the Gospels that tell the story of Jesus' life. And in Matthew 4, Jesus has just, what he's done is he's called to his, his first disciples. Like he's called out to them, come follow me and I will show you how to fish for people. Or, or kind of the way I grew up hearing it, I will make you fishers of men. 
He calls to these guys who many of them are actually fishermen by trade. And he says, I will make you fisher, fishers of men. I will show you how to fish for people. And he's just getting started here. And, get, and as he's getting started, it seems like, like the word starts to spread about Jesus. And so we find here in Matthew 4, verse 23, kind of pick up the story. And it says, Jesus traveled throughout the region of Galilee, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom. And he healed every kind of disease and illness. News about him spread as far as Syria, and people soon began bringing to him all who were sick. And whatever their sickness or disease, or or if they were demon-possessed or epileptic or paralyzed, he healed them all. Large crowds followed him wherever he went. People from Galilee, the ten towns, Decapolis was the word, Jerusalem, from all over Judea, and from east of the Jordan River. And so this is just a snapshot of Jesus kind of beginning his ministry life and with this, this vision uh, uh, of what, he, what his church is going to be. And we're going to take from that and with this, this big idea and build on it. And this big idea is God renews us to become a diverse community of authentic love and hope where you can belong, believe, and be renewed along the way. God renews us. But remember, last week we said God renews us for a purpose, and a big part of this purpose is if we're going to accomplish the purpose that God has for us in our lives, we need to have a God-given vision for our lives. And in this case, Awakened Church has a God-given vision, and we understand that God renews us to become a diverse community of authentic love and hope where you can belong, believe, and be renewed along the way. Now, let's talk about diversity, first of all. Diversity is belonging despite our differences. That's actually what diversity is. Belonging together despite our differences. In a lot of cases, you would walk into a, a church, very small group like, like Awakened Church, and you would think there is no diversity. But when you look around, you look at what are the ages of people here? What are favorite foods of people here? What are the favorite music of people here? What are the background, the history of the people here? What are the, 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 the talents of the people here? What, you know, even though it's a, a small, I mean, literally a, a handful of a tr- small tribe, a family of, of Jesus followers seeking to advance his kingdom and multiply the church, uh, the body of Christ. What is it? What, what, you know, we have, you know, we have, we have folks, I'm in my fifties. My wife and I are, are, are in our early fifties. Our, our kids though, we have children who are in, who are 10, 11 and 24 years old. We have a number of 20, 20 year olds in the congregation of Awakened Church. We have a 60, a 65 year old. That's a part of the, the, the church family here. So, so like, even though we're a small group, we have folks that are uh, white and people who are African-American. We have uh, had in, in previously, uh, you know, it's very uh, Creole uh, kind of influence. We have students from university, Northwestern State University, NSU uh, students who have been a part of and continue to, to, to be a part of not just the family, but the leadership of Awakened Church. And so what we have here, even though we could say, well, that's just a handful, a small group of, of people, a small ministry. What we have already is a, a diverse community that's already coming together. What does it take to belong with those you don't have a lot in common with? Because we have so many things that we don't have in common, even in this small context. And think about even in your own life. What, are, you, you, you know, what does it take to belong with others that you don't have a lot in common with? See, Jesus traveled through the region of Galilee. It says teaching and announcing the good news about the kingdom. News about him spread as far as Syria. So he's in this region called the Galilee. He's the news about him spreads to a whole different, whole different country, whole different area called Syria. It says large crowds followed him. People from from Galilee, 
Then the ten towns, these are Greeks, the Decapolis is, is a deca meaning ten towns, a polis. And, and, and these, these are very Greek. So this is in the Roman Empire. Jesus is Jewish. His, his uh, disciples, once he says, come and, come and follow me, I'll make you fishers of men. They're Jewish. They're from Judea. And here are people that are Greeks. There are people who are under the Roman Empire who are Roman. Who, who you know, we would think Italian. <laughs> the people from Jerusalem, from, from the holy city. People from all over Judea are following him. And even east of the Jordan River. So these are like people, like this very diverse community, gathered around Jesus on this hillside as he begins teaching. And, and this is actually, guess what? This is the beginning of he's teaching what's becoming known, but what has become known to us as the Sermon on the Mount. Here, gathering around Jesus as he's beginning to teach what we call the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus' most famous sermon, it's a very diverse community. Some from the south, some from the north, some from the other side of the lake. Like, they're not like us. Those, those folks from the other side of the lake, men, women, old, young, believers, skeptics, seekers, they all have gathered here, and they don't have culture in common. They, they didn't have a shared view of history. They, they didn't have all the same shade of pigment of their skin. So, so why... Are they here in this place together? Jesus is the center of everything. This is the key. When Jesus is the subject, we become one diverse community. When this, is, this is why we are continually, continually seeking to make Jesus the subject. Because when Jesus is the subject, we become one diverse community. Diverse, yes, but we belong together. This is... this. It's why we adamantly state and restate again and again and again that you belong here. It's not just a catchphrase for us. It's, it's our reality. This is, a, this is already a diverse community, and it's a beautiful thing to be a part of. And here's, here's why we know we need to, a renewed vision for this. We live in a culture where conservatives only want to be with conservatives, and progressives only want to be with progressives, and, and each only want to talk about how bad the others are, and moderates don't want anything to do with any of it. So, so they just kind of sit by and shake their heads and make funny memes about. <laughs> and no one is in community diversity is belonging despite our differences. This is why there's such a deep longing for identity, purpose, and belonging, because we keep finding ways to divide and separate ourselves instead of finding the one way to belong together despite our differences, the actual way of Jesus. The kingdom of love awakens within us when diversity is embraced and celebrated. Now, when we think about this specifically, let's we'll talk specifically about Awakened Church and the vision, this renewed vision for Awakened Church. It's, it's about what we want for you, not from you. Okay, I want you to hear that. This is not about what we want from you. This is about what we want for you, not from you. Two of the greatest compliments I've heard about Awakened Church over the, 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 the years is, is, one is, the love here is real. I feel like you really care. Like I feel, I, I sense this authentic, authenticity. Uh, you know, you're real. And the other compliment I consider a great compliment is when someone says your hope is contagious. Your hope is contagious. Why is it important to show love and hope and not just say it? Jesus, Jesus showed authentic love to people, and Jesus moved them to a sense of authentic hope. Whatever their sickness or disease, whatever demons they face, he healed them all. 
He, the, the people, the people kept coming and listening to his words, listening to the words of Jesus, because they could sense an authenticity in him that they, that they hadn't felt with any of their other religious leaders or any of their other political leaders, leaders, that there was, there was something about Jesus that brought them together. And it's because this is about what Jesus wants for you, not from you. And today, just as is the story of Jesus, there are people that feel like they're on the outside, Feeling like they can't get in, like they can't go on, and they and, and an encounter with the authentic love and hope is is needed to bring healing. That's what it's needed. A, a, an encounter with authentic love and hope is needed to bring healing. Everyone is under the assumption that you only do good if you expect something in return. That's kind of the assumption of our culture. You only do good if you expect something in return. So we have that assumption. So it's no surprise that we face a challenge in living out this vision that God has for us. Here's the thing. What we're doing here has everything to do with what we want for you, not what we want from you. We, we simply want to become more like Jesus. And Jesus was authentic love and hope. Authentic love and hope reaches out and is hands-on. And we've been going through such a season of quarantine, shut down, stay at home, and, and it ain't over. And we're certainly begun to embrace some more healthy behaviors. But, but we need to renew this vision for authenticity because we're all dying for human touch. See, authenticity builds humanity. We're, we're, we're longing for identity, purpose, and belonging. It's time to renew what it means to be human. God renews us to become a diverse community of authentic love and hope. And we mean this. You belong here. We mean it. You belong here. Again, not just another catchphrase. It's not, not just a slogan on one of our t-shirts. You belong here. You know, think about, you know, trying to fit in and you think about, you know, trying to fit in and you just feel like a, a square peg in a round hole. A lot of times when you try to force yourself to fit in and you become, a lot of times you'll think, well, eventually you burn out because you get fake. You feel like you're fake because you do everything you can to try and fit in somewhere. Imagine a new community, a new school, a new social club, a new church. A natural question is what do I need to do to fit in? So here's the real question. What's the difference between fitting in and belonging? You see, fitting in. Fitting in is blending in, following the crowd. It's, it's, it's sameness due to a lack of uniqueness. That's what really fitting in is. You lose your uniqueness so that you can experience sameness. And there's, there's a safety in that. There's a, there's, a, like, there's, there's a drive within the human nature to, to, to want that, that, that sameness, which leads to a loss of uniqueness. But belonging is feeling embraced, accepted, and valued for being who God made you. That's what belonging is. You belong here. We're not trying to get, we don't want you to try to fit in. We want you to know that you belong, to feel embraced, accepted, and valued for being who God made you. Jesus welcomed all. Jesus welcomed all. There, there was a sense of a belonging in his presence. At times you can feel it as you read the stories of his life. And this is, this, is, this is where Jesus renews our vision about Awakened Church. You don't have to fit in in order to belong. There's this, this research company, Barna. Barna is a research company that is con, con, constantly kind of at work surveying the landscape of the culture, and especially the church culture. And at the end of last year, they put out a report that said 31% of U.S. adults feel lonely at, at least some of each day. 31%. That's a huge, that, that's, that's a big amount. That's like a third. 
of U.S. adults feel lonely at least some, at some point each day. And then it goes on and takes that deeper. It says that 20% of Christians feel that way. And 10% of Christians saying they feel lonely all the time. 10%. You know, if there's 10 of us in this room, then one of us feels lonely all the time. Here's the thing. It's normal to feel lonely sometimes. That's normal. It's normal that there are going to be times when you feel lonely. There's nothing wrong with you if you feel lonely sometimes. But we've created a culture of loneliness, and that's not okay. Despair happens when the lonely are left alone in their loneliness. That's a tongue twister. Let me say it again. Despair happens when the lonely are left alone in their loneliness. And despair looks like a deep longing for identity, belonging, and purpose. We see that that despair playing out in our culture. And God's timing is perfect for this mission called Awakened Church. The timing is perfect to renew the vision to become a diverse community of authentic love and hope where you can belong, believe, and be renewed along the way. Let's, let's break that down for a minute. You don't, you don't have to look like us or believe like us in order to belong. That's what I'm saying. When you don't have to fit in to belong. You don't have to look like me. You don't have to believe like me in order to belong. You can be an introvert, extrovert, loner, a people person, artistic, athletic, a boomer, millennial, Gen Z, or even like me, Gen X. Believer, skeptic, agnostic, non-religious, spiritual person. Welcome home. Welcome home. First and foremost, you belong here. You belong here. And you can belong before you believe. You can belong before you believe. Yes, yes, I get it. That's the opposite of how church is experienced in most cases. And if we're being honest, this is how most things are experienced in our culture, not just in church, but in the culture. You, you, you don't belong until you believe like, the, like those who you eventually belong with. You don't have to believe in order to belong here. But, but since, we're, since we're being real, let's keep it real. We believe that as you belong and experience the authentic love of Jesus— you eventually begin to believe in Jesus. We believe that. And it's, it's not a hidden agenda. It's just simply our experience. The people who spent time with Jesus eventually believed. And as you follow Jesus, you'll be renewed along the way. As you follow. So you belong, and we believe that you will eventually believe. And as you believe, you'll follow. And as you follow Jesus, you'll be renewed along the way. Jesus makes new. Jesus renews. Usually, we begin this journey with an awakening that, that something needs to change. And in many cases, you're made to feel like, well, you have to change in order to belong. Nope, not with Jesus and not here. Change happens and it takes time. Facts. That's facts. There's a big church word for this and it's called sanctification. And if you ever hear me use this word, sanctification, this is what I'm talking about. As you follow Jesus, you will be renewed along the way. As you follow Jesus, you will be renewed along the way. That's what sanctification is. So, so, so what do you need to know about Awaken? <laughs> we believe we have a specific God-given purpose, which is the motivating force behind all that we do. It's awakening people to a life-changing relationship with Jesus and equipping them to awaken others. And, and our vision for this, our vision for this is to become a diverse community of authentic love and hope where you can belong, believe, and be renewed along the way. That's the vision. That's the vision driving this. That's the foundational vision that, that's, that's got us going. And, and the, you know, this is, this is renewing us. And the renewing question that keeps us pursuing this vision is what we're calling a prayer, share, care lifestyle. 
How can we keep this vision renewed in our lives and in our church by embracing a prayer, share, care lifestyle? So, so, so realize this: like over that, that, to live out this lifestyle. The, the next step is to definitely just commit to doing this. Commit to living out a prayer, share, care lifestyle. And there's there's resources that we have at blesseveryhome.com. That's a partner ministry of ours, and we're blessed to have be able to do that. You can uh, sign up there to, to be what's called a light. Just click the little the link at, at uh, blesseveryhome.com. It says be a light, and uh, you'll then get all the instructions you need to begin to, to be a person of prayer, to show prayer and to learn how to share and to care for your neighbors, our neighbors. So commit to that. But also, we have another tool that we use, and we've been using this for, for well since day one. We call it the 360 Impact. You make a private list of three people. You commit to pray for them six days a week, and you miss zero opportunities to share an invitation and show you care. Miss zero opportunities. So it's three, three people. You commit to pray for them six days a week. And you miss zero opportunities to share an invitation and show you care. 360 impact. So you can commit to living a prayer, share, care lifestyle by, by seeking to make a 360 impact. And then we talk about foundational beliefs. Man, Jesus is the subject, and Jesus is the foundation that his church is built on. And next week we're going to begin a, a two-month kind of trek through um, very, very um, foundational belief statements Awakened Church. Like we're not going to. This, it's not going to be as as boring as that sounds. <laughs> but we're starting next week. But we're talking about what matters now. Here we are. We're in a new year. We're in a new world. We're in. We're in. Things are uh, many times just seem like chaos, and we don't. We can't even figure out what how we're supposed to feel or what we're supposed to do. And and, and what matters now is the question. And uh, we're going to talk about what matters now for the next two months. And Jesus is where we're starting. So join us next week as we look at how Jesus matters now. Lord, you matter now. Jesus, you matter to us. And we thank you that you have a vision for, for, your, for each one of us. You have a, vis- a vision for our lives. And Lord, we, as we uh, would be people who want to seek out what that vision you have for us, us, Lord, give us open hearts and open minds to your vision for our lives. And Lord, for this church, Awakened Church, Lord, would you, would you continue, Lord, to, to help us see your vision, not ours? To help us, Lord, to, to follow after the vision you have for this ministry, not ours. And make, may, Lord, Lord, change us and transform us in such a way that, that our vision is, you, is the one that comes from you. Thank you, God, that you have done this and you're continuing to do this. And now, Lord, as we seek to live out a prayer, share, care lifestyle, Lord, we pray for opportunities to pray for and with our neighbors. Lord, would you give us opportunities to share ourselves, our energy, our time, our listening ear, what, what we have with our neighbors. And Lord, we're praying for opportunities to show we care in real ways, whether it's how, uh, an attitude change, a smile, or the things that we post on social media. Lord, maybe you're calling us to something bigger than that. And Lord, we seek, we, we, we seek what that is. But Lord, we say yes to you giving us opportunities to show we care. God, we love you. We thank you, Lord, that you are guiding us into this new season and you are renewing us along the way. In Jesus' name, amen.
Thank you for listening to the Awaken Natchitoches podcast. It's our hope that you have been encouraged by today's message. Find out more about Awaken Church at awakenla.church or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Awaken Church LA.